You're listening to Several Ways to Live, a formerly weekly podcast about Mexican history and culture and food. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, did you want a normal laugh? I, I didn't get much direction on that one. <laughs> I, you just told me, you, you just said laugh, so I, I thought, well, if I'm going to laugh, I should make it dramatic. Each week, we used to talk about one part of Mexican culture in Mexico City. Uh, me, Florian, Flovex, Florian Postzig. Well, who cares? And my friend, Nicolas. Hi, Nicolas. Wait, are you really going there? Yes. Did, did you really? Did yes. You just really yes, did that, did. didn't you? Yeah. I did. Hi, I'm, I'm Nick. My name's Nick. Oh, crap. You just, you just totally garried me, didn't you? Absolutely. You just totally garried me. Oh Absolutely. We're, there are so many callbacks to another <laughs> podcast that this is getting ridiculous. That we've it's mentioned Nick. already. Today, we are very happy to have top 10 listener Sebastian with us. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, top 10 listener. That is uh, <laughs> another call to uh, even other podcast that neither of you are listening to, and that's okay. And you're just you're just going to drop the reference without yeah you're going to drop the reference yeah. and allude to it without actually telling yes. us yes. what yes. you're referencing yes yes mm. um, and there speaking of podcasts there's a new podcast on the horizon Sebastian and I have listened to um, an outtake a, a preview what was it Nick but what, why are you asking me yeah because oh you're, you're talking about the podcast yes. I did oh yes. oh my goodness I, I forgot am. about that. I. So, yes, the concept is My Mother, My Mother, and Me, where I interview my mom. It, it Really, it's not so much an interview as much as I throw out prompts to my mom and she talks for a very long time. But it's, it's incredibly amusing. It's based off of the episode that featured my parents. And from the commentary I received on Mastodon, I thought, hey, why don't I actually make a podcast out of this and so i got i got a recorder and i've just been talking with my mom over coffee in the morning about various things i sent out a test episode and if anybody wants to hear the test episode they can hit me up on mastodon and i will open up the magical link for them so that they can hear the preview of itself i've been i've made maybe an hour's worth of recordings with my mom so far over various things and I'm in that process of figuring out how do I want to edit it. Based on the flow of it all, I think I'm going to use little vignettes and sort of put them in a, a greater kind of context since we go out on a lot of different topics very, very quickly. I'd like to try to organize it. But yes, that's a project that's coming up. I haven't 100% committed to doing it yet. <laughs> I still am learning about the editing tools, as we were talking about earlier, but that's that's what it is. My mother and my mother and me possibly coming soon to a podcast playback device near you. <laughs> what free software do you use for that? Because you... I, I, I told you what I use for editing and recording, right now recording as well, and you were not, you didn't like that, so you I just, used I, something I just else. don't like to, I, I don't like to 
discreetly pay for software. I, I know every time I buy a laptop, I'm paying for Windows, since I'm not a, a Mac person. So I know I'm paying for Windows at some point. And there are software projects that I support. I don't consider that paying for software. I consider that supporting software creators. Mm-hmm. Because outside of processing fees, the the resources go to them directly. But I don't like buying software. I want to pass it off as if I'm a virtuous person and I'm, you know, towing the Stallman line of software should be free, and free as in freedom and all that. Really, I'm just cheap. I I just <laughs> don't want to pay. I, I I wish I could claim the, the the whole virtuous route, but and I think most of the people that are claiming the virtuous route, they're like, I just I don't. I don't want to pay, you know, that, and, uh, and then there's, there's a lot more to, there's a lot more to say about that, but I'm yeah. using audacity because it's free and well-documented and doesn't require a elaborate build skip. Although I don't even know what software package you were talking about, Sebastian, but I love building stuff from source. That's hard to build from source. <laughs> so I might just use that package because what did you talk about? I've heard that name because uh, Mike Michalke, who uh, who is on me on the C3S podcast that mm. now also comes out once a year, uh, uses that too. Yeah, there's some German podcast who preferred over Reaper and Ultraschall. What's it called? Adur. Adur. It's A-D-O-U-R, right? Uh, or with a an E? A-R-D-O-U-R uh, or something like that. Yeah, okay. I can never remember how to spell it. I type AR and then tap complete. <laughs> and what's the problem with that? Um, in itself, it's a pretty cool tool. So I think it's on par with most audio editing software I've used. The problem with that is while it is open source and you can simply git check out the whole source tree and then start building it yourself, their business model is to sell... Um, packages and binaries for Windows. So you basically pay them 15 bucks or so and then you get a ready-built version of it and then you can use it. The alternative route is you have to build it yourself and because they want people to pay the money, building it yourself is not really supported by them yeah. and the build scripts are in a state that they don't function. <laughs> directly <laughs> out of the box so you download it and you type make and it says oh I'm missing all those dependencies and also this variable is undefined and you need to check that stuff and yeah it's it's rather ugly there and is it free software or only open source it is um, yeah so it depends on the difference between free and open source so yeah. If you I mean, can you do anything you want to with the software? Can you put out a, uh, put up a site documenting the build process? I think I could do that. I mean, it's GPL software, and they say somewhere somehow low key and uh, maybe a little passive aggressive that they don't encourage people to do that uh -huh. for obvious reasons. But I don't think they could do anything about it. They could be pissed at me. Yeah, well, if it's GPL, then yeah. And yeah, therefore... So, I mean, if it's GPL, you could just build it yourself and then put and it out there, right? Um, I'm not sure if it's GPL. Let me... Oh, no, my smartphone is empty. 
<laughs> I can't check it. <laughs> um, ran out of batteries. So it might be that there's some other license, something like a modified MIT, but that would be even more permissive. So yep. uh, I think it's some modified GPL-ish kind of thing. Nick, but you're checking right now, right? I, I am. I and I only got the first few. Care. I'm still looking for what was the, what was the name of it again? The full name. Ardour. Um, A R D O U R. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I have heard of this. So the the easiest way. Uh, it is the GPL version 2. Ah, okay. Because the easiest way to get it is if you're like me and you are somehow stuck with Arch Linux on most of your computers, there's a ready-made um, package build for that, which you can just download and then say make package and everything happens automatically. So it's in the Arch user repository, for example. And That's I good. think I might have seen uh, Ubuntu PPA somewhere, so okay. that you can add the repository and then just up get install it. Yeah. So at least on Linux, that's a partially solved problem. But my major problem with that is their philosophical attitude. So if they would yeah. say, here is a donation button, and if you use it for your bi-weekly podcast, uh, just throw us a few cents or something like that, that would be okay. But this, yeah, you can't build it, and we are basically selling the builds. I don't like that. But you still use it. I still use it because it's, in my opinion, the best free, uh, as in it doesn't cost anything, <laughs> tool that I've found so far. And especially, um, it's one of the few that run fine on Linux. Okay. That is an argument that I can understand. And the, the other point is I tried uh, using Audacity, yeah. which works to some extent, but things like chapter marks and the cutting process is a real pain. And the other thing is um, I'm, I used to do a little bit stuff with audio for a long time now, and I'm really used to having real-time filters. So mm -hmm, uh, I'm mm -hmm. like having mixer strips and then I can twiddle little knobs and then I get an immediate response. And, and mo moreover, um, those are um, non-destructive. So if I twiddle yeah. the pot too far, I can twiddle it back. And in Audacity, if you apply a filter, it's applied. Yeah. The, or the, original, um, the original track is basically gone. Yeah. And that's something that annoys me because I usually take a very long time um, mixing and mastering a podcast, especially since I don't use Alphonic. Okay. And then it's really, I think if you've done it like 10 times, then it's easy. But for me right now, it's a lot of listening and tweaking and then tweaking only for a section and then listening in again. And yeah, with Audacity, that's a tedious workflow. Yeah, and I, um, when I do this in Reaper, it's also non-destructive, uh, unless you really want it. Um, and very often, <sighs> I, I totally messed up, and um, it's not usable, and I have to start over again. Um, Nick, w we are now visited by Patatzelbrum. <laughs>
Do you yeah. hear the music in the background? I, I do hear a slight. It's it's a very entertaining. What I'm hearing a little bit more is that it is, is sort of a low-pass hum, which is not part of the background noise, but that could just be... That could be our recording equipment, which is yeah. fine because, I mean... Our phonic will take care of it. That is correct. I'm going to take another picture of our little Sendezentrum. Can I put your picture up on yeah, sure. wherever to show how where we record? Okay. Yeah, this is uh, Gulasch Programmiernacht. What is Gulasch in English, Nick? It's a meat stew, I would say. Yeah. It's it's deer, isn't it? Gulasch is typically... Oh, no, no Hirsch Gulasch is deer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can right. get Gulasch yeah, with everything. I think Gulasch is just meat stew, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. In a brown sauce. And it's... Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight to get another plate of that. And we are in, I have no idea, it's the first time for me. Um, this is a building of one of the universities here. And uh, it's a nice building. It's got several floors, but only the first floor is used. Uh, mainly we're singing on the uh, second floor. So, erstes Obergeschoss. Um, And there's people, there's sofas, there's beer benches, more people, lots of, I think it's uh, 120 gigabits uh, internet connection this year, which is nice. And there's always music. There's several places where uh, music is played. And there's a, in the center of the hack center is the bar. Uh, apparently also for the first time at that uh, place, yep. Uh, yep. which is awesome. And they serve several types of mate and two types of beers, and I'm not really happy with their choices, but that's just me. And there's Trunk as well, which I haven't had because the lines are too long. As usual. Yeah. What do you want to know, Nick? What's the vibe like? How would you, how would you compare it to, say, the first Congress that you went to and the 34C3, since it is a chaos, since it is a chaos event. Not maybe not quote unquote 100% official, but I think even they claim now that it's the second largest chaos event yeah, annually. Could be. Could be. I I I read something that I find as funny as the people that use the term, that the people that uh, organize this event call the Congress in December the Winter GPN. So the Winter Gulasch Programmiernacht. I think that's very nice. Um, I'm going to start and then you can, Sebastian, you can yeah. uh, add to that. Because it's the first time that I'm here and it's not even three weeks that I'm back from Mexico. And when we came here, so Cheetah picked me up on, on Thursday and we came here. And already in early afternoon, it was packed. It was really full. There was no seats at the tables left. Uh, lots of people, very many new things for me. I think uh, we've talked about this, Nick. Um, I want to talk about my experience here and earlier experiences and some other things concerning uh, these, hacker, uh, these, these chaos events in a later episode when, when I'm clear and prepared. Um, but so, so it was nice. Tatzelbrom is here and now he's going to join us listening in because we have two headsets but we have more 
plugs some more uh, possibilities to listen to us and then maybe um, pass around the headset. Just a second. Do you hear us? Okay, all right. Hello. Yeah, we're gonna pass the, the, the headset later. Um, I was I was totally overwhelmed on Thursday, and I had my bag that I had with with me was too full. And <laughs> biggest problem on Thursday was it was raining, and so everybody was inside, and it was more people than ever before at this event. So uh, it was fifteen hundred people, where a thousand were expected, or at least a number. That's the number that I had heard. And it was too much. I didn't see a lot of people and I didn't get into the talks. Well, the one that I wanted to see was canceled because the speaker wasn't here. And then the second one, I knew it was going on, but then I had goulash and then I came a minute too late and then it was full. Um, and so, so it was very overwhelming and then I went to bed and then I had to go to work on Friday, which I'm... I'm very happy that I could go to work because that means I have work and I like my work actually. Um, and I didn't sleep enough and so yesterday night was also too much and then I tried to go, Didn't I didn't have a hotel room for yesterday and I took the train home and it took way too long because I there, was n n there were no ICEs uh, going anymore uh, after 10. And well, it was all too much. And but today, somehow, everything's more relaxed. There's not as many people in here. You can go outside. Um, maybe it's also it's it's still early. Um, there's music playing that is really really nice. And yeah, and I've uh, met uh, quite a few people today and yesterday too that I had only only talked to. Um, via Mastodon or Twitter uh, over the last few years. So that was good. And I think I still have to arrive in Germany too, and that doesn't make it easier here. What do you think, Sebastian? How do you, y you've been here for an hour and a half now. Yeah, but I've been to, oh, let me, let me check. But I think I've been to a lot of GPNs now. So the first time I was here was definitely before I went to the Congress for the first time. So that was before 29 C3. And I've been here every every year, basically. Yeah, I didn't miss a single GPN so far. So yeah, it's a really cool event. I think the new layout they've got this year is kind of cool because it makes everything look a little larger less crowded and yeah the weather is nice which is always good because you can go outside and sit on the grass you always have to make sure to sit on the right side of the bicycle lane if you sit on the grass because um, there was an incident a few years back that's maybe worth mentioning so the, the meadow in front of the building Parts of it are directly behind the uh, Staatsanwaltschaft. What's Staatsanwaltschaft in English? Um, uh, General Bundesanwalt, the German Attorney General. The, the German Attorney General. So that's a huge building there. And there's always a lot of police around. And in the first 
few years they were a bit irritated by all the hackers sitting basically on the front law. One minute. Boba is here and... Nick, you're still there. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, definitely you're, still you're here. Yeah, I, I'm just checking, okay. Um, uh, Bobo came here, oh no, I just told you. And they're gonna look for uh, more headphones so they more people can listen in. I'm gonna uh, give uh, my headphones uh, with the microphone to Tatzelbrum and he can tell us about his experience here at the, at the um, uh, event. And, but before somebody asks me something, you should have to tell me now. I'm gonna listen in, all right? Uh oh, you're passing over. You're passing over the mic to a known troll. Oh wait, but I guess that's okay at the GPN. What? Uh. <laughs> trolling, trolling, trolling. <laughs> trolling, trolling, trolling. <laughs> now, actually, uh, right now, this is more like Hogan's Heroes. We are looking for a clink uh, for the headphones, <laughs> and I know nothing. <laughs> Did you did you really just go there? You seriously went there. This I went the, there. Now we, we have we, we have callbacks going back to the nineteen sixties, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for referencing Hogan's Heroes and Colonel Clink. Although I, I don't think it's the same clink that uh, no, actually, uh -oh. yeah. But, um, well, okay, speaking of going back to the olden oh. days, um, you know that I'm uh, messing with the Sino bit, and I actually taught it Chinese. I'm the uh, probably the first old white guy who taught that thing Chinese. And uh, we have a toy, uh, the model railroad from Milliways here again with McFly. So right now um, we have a table with uh, McFly's tracks and some engines from Tübingen and from uh, Rotterdam and uh, we have uh, a lot of badges and two of them are Cenobits. And I still had some pictures of Chairman Mao for, from a stupid uh, Beatles song revolution joke. So I put some pictures of Chairman Mao on the train and there were several people around here uh, who asked who that nice young man with the cap and the red star on the cap was. And <laughs> for someone my age, that was really funny. Are still there? Nick, is your phone, uh, is your microphone? So I, I utterly failed to wire all the things and my... <laughs> My noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones lost power, <laughs> so I couldn't hear what you guys were saying there for a second. But <laughs> I, I have wired—I have wired all the things now, so now I have wires crossing wires crossing wires, and it's all okay. good. Okay, so I thought our Sorry. setup was the ghetto one. Nah. I mean, I—I I, I thought I—I I thought mine is is relatively elegant. I had I had wireless headphones, and but then the, the batteries died, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You shouldn't use wireless stuff for important podcasting work. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I should I'm know saying. better, but... I, I should know better, but... I know you were trying to tell me this, but... Uh, hey, at least I wired the microphone in. Yeah, whatever works. <laughs> Indeed. So, I'm unfortunately, I, I missed... Aw, oh, hey there. Now I'm seeing Sebastian and... Oh, wow. That's that's quite a hack center there. I'm sorry, I just saw the picture that Flo posted to... That's actually um, not the hack center. That's the lounge. 
That's where you go for hanging out and listening to oh. music. So Where's the, the Hack Center? The Hack Center is on the other side of uh, this arcade type thing that goes through the building. So oh, okay. This, this building is... Yeah, uh, so, so this is a big, big uh, indu old industrial building and it has lots of uh, indoor atriums, which is kind of nice because we have a major uh, thunderstorm forecast for tonight. <laughs> and then Bobo just posted another picture of your guys' backs, so he's compliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that depends. Um, the photo rules are somewhat relaxed here. So, yeah, if you're part of a crowd, then it could be okay. Yep. And uh, if you have, like, FlowFX, a green camera sign on, on, your, on your shirt, then it should also be okay. So, because um, one of the important things to know about this event is uh, it doesn't have any form of access control and also it's free. So, everybody can just wander in and walk around and basically enjoy the hex under vibes. And I also read somewhere that part of the venue is also part of a museum so that the natural conference conference flow actually interacts with flows of regular tourist humans. Well, actually this is this is kind of the artsy crowd. This is Centrum for Kultur and Medien, so Center for Culture and Media. So yeah, there is an there is an already an exhibition downstairs where they show some kind of interactive stuff. For example, a video wall that uh, uh, analyzes uh, that if you stand in front of it, that analyzes your picture and estimates your age. I felt very flattered uh, <laughs> because my age was 42. <laughs> I liked that very much, and uh, that kind of stuff they have there. And right now it's uh, yeah the um, the people from the uh, from the hacker conference and the and the artsy guys are mix are mixing up and the um, the guards from the museum are getting a little antsy about uh, all the all the uh, guys having uh, having their laptop backpacks in there but um, okay that works out. So yeah. Basically, the nice thing about this conference is that everybody can just come and attend, and it's free. You can donate a little money if you think that you have to, or if you feel the need to. And yeah, it's very open to uh, regular human beings, let's say. That's Finally, normal humans. Uh, well, for a particular value of normal, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, this this kind of like uh, feels a little like uh, Congress. It's smaller. It's more open. The food's a little better, and sometimes the music's better. They played uh, Beethoven's Ninth actually earlier today, <laughs> and uh, Per Gint, Solveig's song, and this kind of stuff. So I appreciate that very much. But otherwise, it's just yeah, um, a um, it's it's kind of has a, has a, has kind of a Congress vibe, but it's just scaled down. Which is uh, for people who are have problems with uh, too many blinky lights, too many people. It's kind of really nicer, even. Endlich normale Leute. Wir sind nicht normal. Normal ist was für andere. 
you're probably getting a dose of normal uh, ad nauseum at Grand Rapids right now, I could imagine. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. That's going to the dark place that I live in. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, because I, that, that's a long story, which we're not going to get into. I want to hear about the fun that you guys are, are having over there and figure out more questions to ask. So what kind of, so is the conference, are the talks much more programming focused or are they a much more, more sort of open themed, nerdy kinds of or have you guys not been to a single talk? Well, yet? I, I guess missed most of them, but uh, actually, um, well, um, yeah, you you definitely know McFly. He's from Milliways, so McFly uh, McFly uh, po uh, twittered, uh, tweeted tweeted twat whatever um, uh, two days before the conference that he would give a talk about model railroads. So uh, the Tubingen Fab Lab uh, brought their equipment too, and we uh, basically. Took part. Uh, we took part in uh, McFly's talk. McFly did the talking, and we did the showing off the the model railroad. So that was one talk. And otherwise, um, yeah, okay. Can't tell too much about uh, others because I missed most of them. Uh, it's probably the usual mix. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's good tradition to miss most of the talks at the GPN because. Or at least for me, the event is more about networking, meeting people, hanging out in the shadows somewhere with a drunk. Podcasting. Podcasting, yeah, also podcasting. Um, and yeah, I really like that. So the talks are good mix. There are also some really interesting ones. So I didn't watch a single one so far because I only arrived um, today. But my little brother has been watching all the streams. And he recommended one about uh, something why rocket ships fail or something like that, which is about exploding rockets and software bugs, which is pretty cool. And another one about the, the new idea of doing a digital healthcare system for Germany, where an actual doctor gave a talk about what is state of the art right now and he showed things like a parallel printer port and said does anyone remember this <laughs> and yeah that should at least from what I've heard it should be a pretty hilarious talk or a pretty depressing talk depending on which side of the issue you're on and does the event go 24 hours uh, pretty much, yes. Uh, it No, it doesn't go 24 hours, but let's see, uh, 48, uh, something like uh, for 40, uh, 72 hours or something started Thursday. Oh, I, meant, start I meant, do they kick do they kick you out at night? No, they don't. Uh, they uh, it's, it's open all night, and uh, yeah, uh, several people pulled, pulled all lighters already. So, yeah, that... Um Actually, last year, um, I was staying with some friends uh, near the location and for some reason uh, they missed me or I missed them when, I when we planned on going back to sleep for some hours and I ended up sleeping in front of the event location in, uh, in a hammock that somebody left there. 
Oh so yeah, that's that's that that's the uh, outside outside. If there's no light, uh, if there's no thunderstorm, there are actually hammocks on the on the lawn between the Centra Centrum for Kultur and Medien and the German uh, the office the building of the uh, German attorney attorney general. And uh, okay, the wall with the security is behind, so there's lots of place there. And here, right, we're looking down on all the sofas from the uh, from the lounge center, and uh, actually, some uh, fellow guys from uh, Tübingen Hackerspace uh, crashed on the sofas last night. So yeah, it's open all night, and uh, yeah, you can just walk in, walk out, and. Um, there are even some older guys who just uh, don't know what it is and um, are kind of bewildered and uh, kind of talk to a retired engineer and uh, kind of had fun. <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah, was, uh, we were. I, I was, I was uh, kind of uh, being grumpy about uh, these young whippersnappers uh, no longer knowing how to poke a register. But yeah, those people. So those people are also there. And um, okay, since we have a mo we, since we have the model railroad, there were also kids around, and they uh, they are they of course were quite fascinated about that. And there, okay, there are there's other things around, like uh, lots of these hover hoverboards, and somebody uh, put a hoverboard underneath a chair and uh, raced it around outside in front of the in, in front of the me uh, the media center. So uh, it's pretty much oh, and here is a uh, six-wheeler cart right now going uh, down downstairs, which is also automatic, uh, electrically propelled. So it's kind of like uh, again like Congress, but it's less congested, uh, a little more, uh, yeah, little 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 more space. Um, but otherwise, yeah, vibe vibes pretty much the same. Sounds awesome. I can't wait to hopefully eventually attend one at some point. So I, I what I haven't caught up with you guys. I since the I'm I'm not sure we even had much. I didn't have much quality time with anybody except for uh, except for people having very intense conversations at the thirty four C three. What have you been up to since the Congress? Who are you talking to right now? We we have. A I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to. Okay, please, uh, everybody, now uh, please say hello to another top ten listener, Bobo. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Bobo. <laughs> hey, Nick. Woo. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, quite fine. Um, I haven't slept since yesterday. I know I broke the rule of Congress, but um, it was too much fun here. <laughs> how was the show? Uh, awesome. Uh, I met uh, a new person called Edge. Uh, she's from France and we met like, I don't know, 20 or 40 minutes before the show and she showed me her Game Boy and I was like, oh, you do chiptune too. So uh, we just made a show together. Nice, nice. <laughs> how, how does that even work? How can you, how can you collaborate over a, with a digital instrument with somebody? How do you, how do you control the mixer? What do you, what do you do? I, I guess I'm not well, How you, do you create? Do, do you remember the old games uh, from the Game Boy that you could play with two or four players? Yeah. And you use link cable for that. Mm -hmm. So what it does is basically giving out a, a meter signal uh, that can, well, synchronize. And um, the, the Game Boy synchronized uh, via a meter signal or meter clock. So you can use that just to trigger your, well, looper or sequencer or whatever you're playing with. 
So yeah, we, we just stuck the games together and went on and we didn't know each other. So I, I didn't know what she was playing or going to play next, but it fitted pretty well. Wow. <laughs> awesome. I, I did not, I had not even thought about that using link cables to create chiptunes together. I should totally should have anticipated that. It was a blast to say the least. And there should be a record out somewhere. I mean, awesome. What else what else have you been up to in your in your not sleeping GPN experience? Oh, well, well, if the others want to talk. <laughs> no, we we already did. Okay. Um so <laughs> what I've been up to. Uh I did a night shift of collecting bottles and uh preparing the refrigerators with uh fresh drinks for for the people who come here at 10 o'clock. I don't know who does that, but some people do. Um Oh, 10 o'clock in the morning? Yes, 10 o'clock oh. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh which is quite hard. But um, yes, I, I've been up to that. I've been listening to music. Uh, the other day I played for, I think, six hours straight. Uh, a very nice set uh, through the whole night. The, the bass was intense and, and good. Um, I talked to a lot of people. Um, I met new friends. Uh, I talked to Edge a lot about chiptune and the French uh, chiptune scene. Um, I've been to a hoverboard workshop where you can modify those. I don't know how you call them. In, in real life, but I call them hoverboards. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Those two really things. And um, mm -hmm. someone from Karlsruhe actually uh, built a, a firmware for uh, controlling that thing with a nunchuck. And you can flash the board and then use a Wii nunchuck to drive around. I mean, I, you, you've seen those people on Congress already. Um, they mod I, those I don't think I saw a person with a Wii nunchuck controlling um, their overboard with that but well, I, I i can imagine the principle yeah they're, they're modified uh martyr cases and i don't know <laughs> uh, 19 inch racks uh that can drive yeah. around now and we will have uh i think <laughs> yes uh how, how do you call it an armada like a, a huge group of people uh on the next congress uh driving <laughs> electric vehicles it's convoy convoy thank you <laughs> I, I liked I liked Armada as just imagining the fleet of you, you, all you'd have to do is just put a put a little uh, breaker in front of them in that in those gigantic rooms and a and a soundtrack and it would be <laughs> we should we said something dun, with the, dun, that dun, we should dun, definitely dun, do dun, dun. yeah exactly exactly yes so oh no it's a trap <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that, that's what I've been up to uh, and I went to Easter Hack too which was another small congress that was amazing. Where was that? Uh, in oh, Würzburg? Was it in okay. Würzburg? Right. Uh, That's uh, not too far away. Okay. okay. <laughs> Damn, I can't remember. I was in the building the whole time, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave yeah, the, the place at all. Um, yeah, that was nice too. 400 people. Uh, a little bit, well, I, I think it's uh, one-third of what actually is happening right now here at the GPN. Um, but still, very nice, friendly people, <laughs> living the utopia for four days and uh, enjoying family. <laughs> um, yeah, and you? <laughs> oh, I'm... Uh, <sighs> I, I'm in a... Yeah. I'm, I'm missing you guys quite a bit. I, I, I'm looking at the pictures on Mastodon and thinking, oh man, I, I wish I could go there. But, uh, you know, just, just right now I'm, I'm in 
personal extreme austerity mode trying to buy my apartment and other apartments in my building in Mexico City. So that's going to that's going to cut down on my international hacker travel. So you build a you real estate, Nick? Not, not exactly. I, I, I will be very, very far from a real estate kingpin in Mexico <laughs> City. Actually, according to the Mexican Constitution, I won't even be technically owning the apartments that I'm buying. Oh, but <laughs> I sure about that. I it's wonder it, if if you have a uh, permanent residence at one point. No, you won't ever have. I mean, you have to work there to get permanent residence. So I don't know how you're going to do well, that. Well, it doesn't matter. If if you're not a Mexican citizen, you're not allowed to own it outright. Yeah. But the yeah. way around yeah. it, yeah. and ev the way around it is to basically have a bank own it for you. Okay. It, it's it's more complicated bureaucracy. Um, okay. But no, the, the idea is to, instead of paying rent every month, just own it. Outright, sure. and then when I'm not there, be able to rent it out to other people. Or if or if bad things happen in the United States and people need places to live, I will have places to put those, but to put people so that they can get back on their feet again and um, be around. So the idea is to build a support structure for for people who may who who are totally unacquainted with Mexico, who have never, as an adult lived in Mexico even though they are Mexican citizens people that have you know grown up in the United States if mm -hmm. if things keep yeah. going the way they're going uh, the way that I can help out with that is to help make Mexico City less of a less of an adjustment that I think a lot of places where people might have distant relatives in Mexico uh, might not be the best place for somebody who's a, who's only familiar with how things work in the United States that in Mexico City it's not too different and people who have skill sets that they developed in the US can easily apply those in Mexico City if they're Mexican citizens and the idea is to start building a support structure that can help those people out in addition to building the support structure for helping people out in the event of another catastrophic earthquake yeah so that's where I'm focused with that And as a brigade, we kind of decided that the best w thing for me to do would be to go back to Gringolandia for little stretches <laughs> of time and and make money by working and raising money here. So that's that's what I'm doing. But well, you also, right now, you put out your apartment on Airbnb, right? Yes. Yes, Ooh. it is. H how's that working? <laughs> uh, actually, it's working out pretty well. That's what I did with my apartment in New York uh, because the, those of you who know the, the to briefly recap the story <laughs> I I renewed my lease on my apartment in New York and then moved to uh, Mexico City very suddenly with my then girlfriend and I had I think nine months out of the 12 months left on the lease for that apartment And I didn't want to break the lease because then if you if you end up doing anything wrong with a landlord, you end up on this landlord blacklist that makes <laughs> it impossible to rent an apartment again, I think, for the next seven years. Uh, I actually went to court with a landlord that I had in Washington, D.C., and I ended up on this blacklist, even though all it said was the case was settled. What? It didn't say that I, I mean, I paid all the rent that I owed, that I fulfilled all of my obligations to the letter just said that 
all the record said is a thing happened and you went to court over it. And that's sufficient enough to have landlords in New York say, yeah, yeah. no, we're not going to rent to you. Yeah. So I didn't want to run the risk of breaking my lease and ending up on that blacklist. So I, I put it out on Airbnb. The funny part of the story is that when it, when everything got wound down, my landlord actually called me and said, so how did that Airbnb thing work out for you? Like, I, that he, he actually knew the whole time and was just letting me do it because he wanted to see if it was something that he could make a lot of money at. And I, and we talked about it and we had a very, very cordial, uh, I never spoke with him. I spoke with him when I rented the apartment and when I, uh, and when I was leaving and he was, aside from the fact that the whole place flooded once, um, with my first tenant for Airbnb, which was quite scary, uh, aside from that, everything went well. And in Mexico City right now, it's working out reasonably well. Uh, my buddy Lalo is taking care of the place. Yeah. And I had two short-term people. And then now the person who's in there is, has it for the entire month. And some friends of mine are going to be staying in it in June. And I hope. I will be back to spend July in Mexico City, but I, I don't know. It all depends on how things work out. Work out here. I, I had intend. I thought I would be actually working a regular office job by now, but I'm not, and I'm a little depressed about that. And there's there's other stuff, but that's basically the my update, the update of what's happening with me. Um, and as the more I hear the music in the background, the more I want to be where you guys are. <laughs> well, uh, I should greet you from uh, all people who went to the chaos.social uh, meetup. So, um, yeah, the greetings to you and to Macfault at uh, this place. So, Macfault greeted everyone. I greeted everyone back. And, um, yeah, shout outs to you guys. Awesome. How, how was that meetup? Was Leah there? Were, were all a bunch of other people there too? Yes. Uh, Leah, Riggs, uh, well... <laughs> I think all of not, us. No, not me. I had to watch football. Ah, yeah, you, know, you were watching soccer. And you watched with me. <laughs> of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> Everything worked out fine. No, on that, it, on it, that it, front. And well, okay. yeah, not for you, yeah. not for your team, but for mine. So I'm happy about that. Uh, what are the chances, Nick, that you're in Mexico City at the end of October? Uh, hopefully, hopefully very good. Good. It, it it depends on it depends on my job and a couple of other things, but I I would really yeah, I really hope that I will be there. But I, I have to plan really really carefully uh, that um, for what I'm doing. I would really really like to go to uh, EMF camp. Yes, but I don't know if I'll be able to do EMF camp and the Congress. Well, so well, please come to Congress. Yeah. <laughs> The post office needs you. Oh, the post office will run. For, that's the beautiful thing about the post office <laughs> that I hope it will run perfectly fine without me. That was that, as I was mentioning to Florian, I, I think on or earlier, I forget where, but the highlight of my Congress was when I found out that there was a branch office <laughs> of the post office when somebody said, Oh, Hey, here's stuff from the, from the seal. Beach." I didn't even know where it was. It seal beach or was it shell beach? I think it was shell beach, uh, branch office. And I thought we have a, we have, I, I, I think I broke down crying when I found out oh, like, we have a branch office <laughs> when I found out about that. Uh, but and I, I hope if I'm not there so, uh, that any of you are very welcome to to carry on that tradition. Uh, I actually oh, I only got to deliver a couple of things and that was to people that I knew. I hope 
I can go back to Congress and actually deliver mail because that's the thing that I the reason I start these post offices is so I can go out and deliver mail and ideally meet people that I don't know by handing them a postcard and yeah I want I want spreading to do magic that. that way. As I said, I'm still not. I don't know. Uh, I, I still don't know how to how I should feel or how I do feel about events like this where we're at right now. So I, I definitely want to uh, be part of the post office in December to walk around, see more, meet more people. It, it's a perfect icebreaker. Yeah. You, you meet everyone and yeah. <laughs> they're so happy about getting, yeah, getting post stuff, postcards. whatever it is, whatever yes. it is. So um, Nick, please be there uh, in Mexico City at the end of October, beginning of November. Because then we c might have the opportunity to record a um, episode in person. You've and already made plans to go back on that. Uh, well, we we don't have the plane tickets yet, but there's a wedding we want to go to on the twenty seventh of October. So I might be in the city in during that week. So after that, the week after. Just saying, but uh, mm -hmm. I'll I'll keep you updated. Yep. Anybody want awesome. Actually, it, are, are, we, are you wrapping up? Because I actually have one question that's sort of related yeah. to what you're going. What if you had to give one piece of advice to somebody who had never been and they're looking for, I would describe it as an entry point into the magic. And this is for everybody around the table. What would you recommend for that person who's looking to sort of break into the magic of the GPN? Um, okay, this is Tatzelbrum. Um, uh, basically, just uh, walk in there and uh, ask around and uh, and get to play. And yeah, okay, it's like um, the kids who walk in there just have wide eyes and play with all the things. And pretty much, if you behave like a kid, that should be uh, an entrance to the insufficiently explained technology. All right. Well, we do have a newcomer with us, so... Um. You answer the question and then give him the headset. Okay, um, what would I say? Yeah, well, uh, it's Bobo speaking. Um, I'd say don't watch... Don't watch the... Yeah, don't watch the talks. <laughs> join, the, join the workshops and watch the talks at home if you can. Um, socialize, ask questions. But uh, I should focus on one thing. That's pretty hard. Um, don't it's much better than everything that you might have expected and it will be awesome so just enjoy it hi this is uh, Louis Kahn and um, as being one of uh, uh, those guys who attend an uh, chaos event for the first time I can just say that just be curious and uh, try to stick your nose into things and join the fun and if you're interested in the talks go see the talks but you can um, watch them afterwards usually um, from streams so you don't necessarily have to attend them but I think it it's just like um, do what you want to do on those events and just um, be curious be um, like a kid on Christmas Day and um, enjoy all the <laughs> funny things you, you can experience here. So, Yay, Luricon! Yay! <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to, I think I properly yayed everybody as, as I <laughs> yeah. first heard them on the, <laughs> on the podcast. So yeah. I, I wanted to get that out because I didn't sufficiently. And, and so you're, in, 
I guess since this is your first chaos event, yeah. What I want to ask, I want to ask you more questions. So I'm trying to pick the the right, the perfect one, right question. What did you not expect? I hope I, I hope I'm not putting you too oh much on God. the spot. That, that's that's, a, yeah, I know. That's actually a really tough one because I expected the uh, friendliness, openness, the welcome atmosphere here. So um, what I probably didn't expect or didn't expect it was um, so many freaked out stuff that were built here. <laughs> um, like that mentioned before, um, um, kind of sofa thing on uh, wheels, like the hoverboards that were combined with uh, some kind of a um, truck horn. And that was driving around and, you know, honking every now and then. And it was really, really loud and scaring people. So uh, that was actually really fun to experience. And um, all this creativity here, things you would never, ever see anywhere else probably than on those events or maybe in hackerspaces. So, yeah, this. <laughs> I'm gonna give awesome. I'm gonna give an advice to myself, and that is probably uh, I have to take that advice maybe tonight already or um, in December at the congress. When you're tired and you don't like how things are and you don't feel comfortable, go to your bed and go to sleep, sleep in and come back the next day and. That is the one thing and the second thing and that I tried to do that already on Thursday. Just don't plan anything <laughs> um, and see what happens. Because right now, I've, as I already said in the beginning, on Thursday I didn't feel right here. I don't know. I didn't feel uh, comfortable. Today everything's different, but today also I, I slept in and slept in my own bed at home. And I'm really relaxed. I love the the round that we we made up we're, we're sitting here with five people <laughs> uh, we have two headsets and uh, passing those around and I think now we've switched actually the headset so now I'm talking into the other <laughs> headset that Sebastian had at the beginning um, I love that and that just that we can do it and we we came here and then we asked we were looking for a table somewhere where the music is not too loud and then we looked for uh, electricity well that is easy but then also we didn't want to uh, uh, do this via Wi-Fi so we had we, we had no we now have our own uh, Ethernet cable coming Worldwide. down directly <laughs> from the from the knock right yes <laughs> yeah uh, and that is uh, uh, pretty awesome um, love it. Do you want to say something else? Sebastian doesn't want to say anything. But one more tip for first-time visitors at the Congress. Come on. One more tip. So let me think for a bit. So what was... <laughs> ah. So the thing that um, changed everything for me when I was at the, the GPN was actually also one of my first chaos events and what I learned here is if you see something interesting go talk to the people just talk to them because they are more than happy to explain everything yeah but they're foreigners I don't know them I don't know how, how will how they will react and if 
if after the first thing that I say and the first thing they say that there's any more to talk about. Yeah, okay, but coming from the other side of things, so I often have interesting stuff on display and people ask me about it. It's exactly the same thing. Somebody just shows up and you don't know him and he asks a question, maybe a stupid one, and yeah, everyone knows that somehow. That's that's the awkward situation and then you get talking and you start talking about technical details and yeah then after 10 minutes or so you're going to get a trunk together or something like that so that's what usually happens for me still so, so much to learn <laughs> <laughs> all right Speak speaking what? of awesome cool stuff if you guys could do me a favor and just say hi to the field phone guys because they're <laughs> they're there <laughs> Yes. Actually, I never got to say goodbye to them at Shaw, so give them a special, like, Akashnaka. thank you. Yeah. Were they at the Congress? Did I totally miss where they were? They were at the Congress, as far as I know. So they also do um, a separate network for Seidenstraße every year. And fun funny enough, uh, that's how the field phone thing started. So at the camp, somebody asked... Uh, me because I was doing stuff for Seidenstraße whether they should hook us up and I was like yeah field phones cool <laughs> and then it became a mission critical infrastructure for us and we <laughs> thought okay we need that also at the congress and the funny thing was I was talking about exactly that on another chaos event at the bar some evening and somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said um, I can get you like 10 kilometers of cable and <laughs> uh, 80 field phones uh, this is my email ad address just uh, shout at me before the congress and I did no I didn't even do that because somebody else tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, uh, I'm from the guys who did this at the camp and we also have a lot of stuff, maybe we should talk. <laughs> and the next day they came back to me and said, hey, uh, we figured everything out, uh, just tell us when and where we are allowed to put our cables and then things will work. And the end result was... Um, I didn't even have to do that because they arrived early at the Congress, they talked to various people and suddenly uh, yeah, the, f the field telephones were a thing. It just happened. So I expected that I need to push a little and introduce some people to each other to make that work, but uh, the magic of a chaos event, it just worked. Poof, magic. Like this table here. So now. Funny, funny story. No, old, very old story. The story is from a long time ago. I actually, I was. One could say I was professionally trained to lay the cables for the field phones, because that's what I did uh, at the military uh, for a few months. I don't think we ever hooked up the phones themselves. We only practiced <laughs> laying the cables. Yeah, Bundeswehr. <laughs> describes our military pretty well. <laughs> 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 I, I heard, I heard Bobo in the background yes. with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh that's right. That oh was a that. Um, all right. Yeah. Any more questions, Nick? Or oh, I have tons, but I, yeah. sh I should let you guys go and enjoy the... 
I, I don't want to keep you from the yeah. goulash. We're at and, the and next year. Next yeah. year we have to do a next year. For I think now you have owned the podcasting section of the GPN. The the photos that you're putting up on Mastodon now we'll <laughs> we'll look at next year. And so I don't know. May, maybe we do need a podcasting corner. Yeah. That was and, your and suggestion. Post, and post office. To, to do the uh, our own little podcasting corner in the post office. And just stay there and drink mezcal. <laughs> I, I do. I, I think we... Sebastian, we all... I, I need to li figure out how to loop the post office in on the whole... Uh, you know, con to continue that conversation we're having on Twitter about uh, public use communications... Or public use non-digital communications platforms. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the Siedenstrasse and the field phones and the post office. Yeah, we should totally. Um, what's the buzzword? Uh, use synergy effects. <laughs> Collaboration. Collaboration. Synergize <laughs> our synergies. <laughs> I need to get my. I, I need to brush up on my bullshit bingo, especially if I'm going to go back to working <laughs> in office. <laughs> All right, that was nice, and it worked. I'm 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 pretty amazed. Well, thank you, Tatzelbrum and Bobo, and yeah, recount. <laughs> you say it. It's Lurikown. Yes. I'll practice. And Sebastian. Yeah. Thank you, Nicholas. <laughs> it, it, it's Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Can we Th can thanks, Bobo. <laughs> can we just appreciate for a moment that we hacked together a setup that allows us to do a your mom joke <laughs> at a guy that is on a different continent? Luricon, <laughs> 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 would you like to join in on this? Because I think you're the only one left that has it. And th that uh, is a really hacked. I'm looking oh. at it now. On uh, that is well. a really hacked together setup. Actually, well, I, I, I applaud. Uh, unfor unfortunately, unfortunately, you're not here. We can't throw you off the balcony here. Oh wow! And and by that's, the way, that's a great callback. And and by the way, Nick, we don't want to start uh, the your mom jokes now because no. you have been through too much. I think. No, no, that I was totally fine. I mean, just just wait until the podcast comes out. That I, I'm, a, I expect that that I will use every your mom joke as an opportunity to buzz market. Yeah. <laughs> you have to market explicit then, so don't don't be too rude with your mom jokes. No, I know. I that that's that's all. Oh, what well, the funny thing about it is that I was thinking about starting the podcast because my mom swears in the first. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, he's calling back to the sample episode that I forgot I released. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> calling back to my podcast and I don't even remember it. I'm looking very much forward to, to listening uh, to more of you and your mom. <laughs> That's so wrong. What? Never it's mind. I am so oblivious to a lot of things. Uh, it, it's so wrong, it's right. Yeah. All right. I need a beer. Who else? Are we gonna have a beer or a mate? A chunk. A chunk? Okay. Thanks, Nick. Goodbye. For sure. And Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. See you, Mastodon. Yeah.